McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brobble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Terrible Gamers. I'm your host Colin here with Ashton again. Hey guys, how you doing? Episode fifty-three. Past a year mark. Yeah. Moving on up. Going by fast. <laughs> yeah, it is. Feels like yesterday still. Yeah. Alright. Without holding you guys up any further. Yeah, we had one topic left there from last week, so we're going to go ahead and cover it now. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online N64 update for August going into September. Yeah, so Excitebike 64 will be roaring onto consoles via Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack, which it already has, like Colin says from last week. And then it says started on 30th of August. Those on... Nintendo's subscription service will be able to rev it up, grind their way through the extreme sport world that is motocross. This will see players taking part in death-defined stunts, or at the very least attempting them as they zoom around the various tracks and courses. So, yep, Excitebyte 64 is on Nintendo Switch Online if you have the Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pack subscription. Uh, so, Excitebike 64, I've never played. I did play the original Excitebike on the NES, which I'm sure is very different than the 64 version. Yeah. So, I guess, I mean, it might be worth checking out if you have the expansion pack. One whole dimension different anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, Excitebike on the NES wasn't bad, but... I'm sure on the 64, it's probably a little more exciting. Yeah. I mean, anytime you throw, like I said, 3D into especially better, you know, well, anything extreme sport wise is better to a sense, just like it makes versus ATV. It's technically, you know, 3D games or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the predecessor to, those things, even though they wasn't Nintendo, obviously. Right. Good games, though. But there was actually more on that, which it was more updates, like they released like patches and stuff, I guess, for yeah. the games, which is still... But some of the patches that happened was GoldenEye uh, 007 had texture tiling updates. So apparently... Which is funny because the dam was broken, I guess, on the game. So they used darker textures to fix the dam in the game. Uh, and then somehow in that patch, they made the audio quality worse comparing to some people on Twitter. Hmm. 
on I don't know how they managed to do that. They was going for graphics and then they messed up the audio in the mix of it. So apparently the game sounds a little bit different in different parts now opposed to how it did back in the day or even just before the uh, update happened. Uh, and the caverns, which is an area in the game, is running at a locked 15 frames per second opposed to the 30 that the Switch can run. Wow. I bet that drags by compared to the rest of the game. <laughs> I'll take both. By at least half. Yeah. 15 frames uh, is pretty low. Yeah, it is. Especially even for the Switch. More for a 64 game. <laughs> yeah, because, well, I said that's probably what it would have ran natively on the N64. Uh, I don't remember what they ran. Might have been. But regardless, since it's an updated version, it should still be running at 30 frames per second. Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially since that's the only game where you are running 15 frames per second and the rest of it's running normal. Right, yeah, it's going to definitely, if you're playing the rest of the game at 30 and you go to that area and you drop down to 15, it's definitely going to be noticeable. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially if you do it simultaneously, you know, how we was talking about before, if you do it simultaneously, go from one to the other, basically. So if you're binge playing that game, now if you're taking breaks in between, it may not be as noticeable. Yeah. But yeah, if you're definitely going from level, you're going to notice a different when you're in the caverns right now. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Pokemon Stadium 2 is now available in the NES. Nintendo Switch Online N64 service as well. Yeah. Uh, and then, like you said, Excite Bike 64 and then 1080 Snowboarding is also available. So, if you have the expansion pass, that's what you can run into. Yeah. Broken, yeah, fixed dams and 15 frames per second in the caverns. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have a patch to fix that here before long. Yeah. Nintendo's usually pretty good about it, especially. In there, I mean, obviously, these are all older games, but right. it's part of their new, newer service, I should say. It's not technically a new service anymore because it's been out for what a year the, and a half now. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes to, I mean, obviously, these are being emulated by an emulator on the Switch. So, I mean, when it comes to emulation, it doesn't take much to break the game. Like you said, they were working on texture textures and they break the audio and frames on a specific area that's just how emulators work you'd never know and you guys got to work out the bugs on whatever patch you're working on it's a never-ending battle with emulators and bugs it's funny how just fixing one code can throw off a whole never code completely though yeah it is that has absolutely nothing to do with the audio or the frames in a completely different area Like seeing a tree bark at you. Yeah. All right. Sticking with Nintendo, uh, Super Mario Wonder got a direct just for itself. Yeah, and got one word for that: sexy. Not as sexy as Tears of the Kingdom, but it's pretty sexy. But uh, yeah. So the article here 
It says Bowser is back to harass the Flower Kingdom, not the Mushroom Kingdom, the Flower Kingdom. This time he's literally a castle. Game will feature seven areas. Each world features open areas that let you play levels in any order. Flowers will talk to you. I don't know why. Sometimes they'll give you coins. You can play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, Yellow Toad, Blue Toad, and Toadette. And they all play the exact same as of like other games like Super Mario World, for example. Luigi and Mario would play different. Luigi would jump higher. But now all the characters play the exact same. Uh, so it says, meanwhile, you can also select four different colored Yoshis or Nabbit. They won't take damage, but they also can't transform with power-ups. Yoshis that also have their trademark ability to eat enemies and spit them out. Other players can ride Yoshi players, including other Yoshis. A variety of new enemies with unique properties will return alongside familiar creatures. Touching Wonder Flowers will make the world go trippy. Uh, just going through this. The game features three distinct new power-ups. Elephant form, bubble, and drill power-ups. And it says you can hold a spare power-up like in Super Mario World. They're bringing that back, which I I liked. And uh, you could also do that in the new Super Mario Brothers original one. Like on the DS, you could do that. And on the 3DS too, I believe. New Super Mario Brothers 2. But it says as you progress through the game, you'll unlock equipable badges, powers including a parachute to slow falls, crouching high jumps, and a vine that works like a grappling hook. Only one badge can be equipped per course, though you can swap out your badge upon losing a life. The badge screens show 24 slots, so at least that many badges exist in the game. Badges can be obtained through special badge courses. You can also buy them from shops, multiplayer madness, four-player co-op returns, which we assumed would happen. Local co-op, that is. Defeated players won't result in a lost life right away. Instead, they'll return into a ghost, which another player can save by jumping to them within a time limit. No lives will be lost if a player is saved. You can connect online where you'll see other players in real time. The direct calls them live player shadows. This includes both on the overworld and in levels. Live player shadows can save each other in stages if they spot someone as a ghost. Okay, you can emote to other players. Fortnite style, I guess. Um, players can also play standees, which can also help you if you're a ghost. Let's see, scrolling through. Okay, you can create rooms with friends so you can play together as live player shadows. This unlocks the option to play friend races, which involves your group competing to clear stages, fastest accomplished set objective. So that was a lot to take in from the direct. I just scrolled over it some. But, uh, I mean, it's definitely different than what we've seen with the 2D Mario's in recent years with the new Super Mario Bros. series. Um, most of the stuff, you know, is definitely a... It's it's welcome to be different. What I don't like is how all of the players play identically. I do I did like, you know, sometimes if in a level, if you wanted to jump a little higher, you'd always select Luigi. But now that they all play the same, it's kind of... 
I mean, you just play a level the same no matter who you are. So sometimes just in a level, even if you didn't just want to jump higher, the way Luigi worked, like you could play different levels different ways depending on what character you are. Now you can have to play them all the same because all the characters play the same. Yeah, that one threw me off too with it, but I guess that's the new spin that they're going with the series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that's another weird thing too with Nabbit and Yoshi. How they don't well, only damage that they can take is they can die from you know doing the typical jumping in lava right. or falling into a pit. Right. So that's the only time they technically die. Enemies but won't that's, affect them. Yeah, but no, it's just it seems like they're taking all the stuff that they've been doing with the 3D Mario's with 3D World and uh, Odyssey and combining it into a 2D platform game. Yeah, I mean, it'll definitely be a lot of fun. Another thing, they were so close with the online multiplayer. I mean, yes, you can play with other friends, but their characters won't be there. They'll be there, but they'll be the shadows, so they won't be full-colored, and it's just... They were so close to making it perfect, and they... You know, they they found a way to mess it up. Uh, I mean... It's technically the same, but... Yeah. Just say, as far as first-party title goes, it's really the first time they're playing with that idea. Minus Splatoon, obviously. Yeah. It's meant for it. But... Well, Smash, you can play online together. Too. But, saying, with a Mario title... Which, I mean, if this game has to crawl for something else in the future to be exactly what you're trying to say and what we all want, I'm fine with that. If it means that then, if this is their trial run to see how the servers are going to work before people can really mess with people, then, you know, it's a good thing. Because, yet again, we've talked on here before where you can literally, on the, especially in local play, you can pick up your... Uh, whoever you're playing with, throw them down cliffs, sacrifice them, and everything else. So, at the end of the day, Nintendo, especially since Nintendo don't really have a way to talk to anybody on their systems, so it's not like you can really technically communicate with other people that you're playing with to work as a team. So, for right now, until the new Switch comes out and fixes that issue where you can have online communication between players, then that's whenever I think that they'll bring out the actual online co-op. Yeah. Technically, you can. You can download the Switch online app on your phone, and only certain games, you know, support it. But at that point, you could just call them. So I get what you're saying, not being able to talk to them on the system itself, like on an Xbox or PlayStation. I get what you're saying, but... I'm talking about with randoms, not someone as you would know. Oh, yeah. Uh, But, I mean, you can play with your friends. It's just they they found a way to mess it up. And I get what you're saying. This is just a testing block. But still, I mean, if they went that far to where you can play with friends, why not just top it off with what people actually want? Oh, yeah. But like I said, I mean... Yes, they've had online experience with their servers and everything else, but at the same time, it's 
not the first game of its type that's they're testing with it. Yeah, Smash was its own thing, but from the get go, Smash was a multiplayer game. Yeah. At the beginning of the NES times, Mario was a you know single player, two player at most game where you could, but you still played two separate times. You didn't play at the same time in the very first game. So, like yeah. I said, as far as statistics, yeah, Smash Brothers and Smash Brothers, and Mario is Mario. So at the end of the day, Mario is more known for being the single thing, and then you know, in recent years they've added in the multiplayer feature for, you know, uh, local play. But at the end of the day, they have to, I don't think they have to, but they're making up to where, okay, we're going to test this out. And then who knows, it might be a selling feature of the, like they may port the game over to switch to and then increase the game at that point and be like, oh yeah, now you can play online if you get our next gen console. And actually have online co-op. Super Mario Bros. Wonder Deluxe for the Switch 2. Yeah. With online multiplayer available. Yeah, maybe. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Maybe. But know. I love how people out that Mario got like can take over Goombas and everything. I'm just like, oh yeah, no, because you never played Odyssey. He's that's already why done I that. think that's such a They've already done it. Yeah. Uh another thing how you was mentioning the talking flowers. The flowers are more or less there as I guess if you don't know what you're doing like in the a game, like if you're younger. Yeah, it's they're pretty much there as a guy feature like They'll be like, oh, if you hop on top of Goombas, you can take them out or whatever. Like those talking blocks in <clears throat> Yoshi's Island. They were kind of a guided 
you know, you could jump into them. Yes. And some of them will show like secret realms because I was watching the actual direct itself and Venom yeah. Flowers like, oh, look over there. Yeah, I seen it was, that. Like, a hidden area. I watched it last night. It was good. I mean, it looks good. And we was talking about last week, uh, Charles Martinet, he is not the voice actor in Super Mario Bros. Wonder. The new guy is. What's that? Yeah, because we was wrong on that, but we just assumed that that would have been a right. Last role, yeah, but no, he right before me, definitely. Yep. So I mean, I and guess that's I why would... he does kind of sound a little different, you know. If you listen to direct, to yeah. direct, you can kind of hear it if you pay attention. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention that much to it. It was after direct, and I just happened to be scrolling through whenever gaming forum page and they was like oh yeah he's not the voice actor on this game i was like i didn't even notice like i didn't I mean that's that a good thing that you didn't notice i mean it's not <clears> going to change oh. a lot oh yeah but i love how people's main concern was uh elephant mario riding yoshi poor little thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I don't know that that power-up's kind of weird to me yeah, I mean the whole entire setup of the game is, I it's guess, different. technically but weird. Like it just makes it seem like that it's like a Link's Awakening, but with Mario involved in it already and not doing anything with another game. It's like Mario's on one big trip. He's on LSD or something, and it's an alternate dimension that way. The mushrooms are finally kicking in the right way. <laughs> yeah, he's on shrooms. But yeah, it's just, I mean, it's definitely a different take. I think I'm going to get it just because oh, yeah. how it is, everything else. But it's just, I don't know. And it's another weird thing is how the Wonder Flowers can turn the toad houses into prisons. Yeah. And uh, another thing I didn't mention is before in the new Super Mario Bros., series you know you went from course to course to course here you can actually walk around the course if you're stuck on it you can go around it and go to the next one that's something that's pretty cool you know that they added in didn't they technically do that on super mario Bros. 3 though like the original one on nes uh you could somewhat do it like to it an wasn't extent, like an open world yeah type i mean yeah. sometimes there's alternate alternate paths but i guess this time like you can just go completely around it and skip a couple if you want the way they were talking but yeah it's kind of kind of uh, touched on you know it's general idea in super mario brothers 3 and then the badges that you was talking about i think i seen the way that you unlocked those and the way it seemed like to me on the direct was it was kind of set up like those uh Trials in Smash, like especially in Smash Ultimate, where you can go through and do those trials to get those unlocks. The spirits or whatever. The spirit thing. That kind of seems like that's what the badges are going to be doing for the most part. Like, you can unlock some just by being a level a certain way, but the other ones, especially in the direct, made it seem like there was going to be like those trials type of situation. That's how you unlock those badges. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. And I'll definitely pick it up because it's different, but. It seems like a really good game, and 
You can't hardly, I mean, you can, but it's hard to go wrong with a 2D Mario game. Yeah. I don't know, still the weirdest 2D Mario game to me is actually the Mario Bros. 2, the new Mario Bros. 2 for the, it was the, it was on the DS, wasn't it, or 3DS? 3DS. I believe so. The one where you collect, where you collect a bunch of coins. Yeah, coins. yeah. That's like, to me, is like the weirdest one, because I'm just like, the coins should be like a revenue, not a constant one-up source. Like, yeah. You should, you should not hit 100 coins that quickly oh, ever in a you game. You definitely do <laughs> in that game. I, I like that game, though. The, I mean, the weirdest ones definitely, to me, is Super Mario Brothers 2 because it wasn't actually a Mario game originally. Japan got the true Super Mario Brothers 2 or whatever. But, uh... Yeah. Uh... It was a reskin of, I think, Doki Doki Havoc is what the... Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's why it's the weirdest to me is because it actually wasn't a Mario game. Yeah, that's true, too, because the... We got it as the Lost Levels, but that was the true sequel to... They thought it would be too hard for us. Which you're not wrong. It is a hard game. Oh, yeah, I played it, but it's not too hard. No, it's the same typical classic Nintendo hard. Yeah. Ain't no harder than a Zelda game. No. At that time frame. No, especially Zelda 2. That game is ridiculously difficult for no reason. Oh, yeah. Even the first one's kind of hard, true. too, but not as hard as the second one. Yeah, which, I mean, the second one just has that whole entire different concept with the side-scrolling and everything else. Yeah, that's one game I'd like to see them remake and fix it to where it's not a side-scroller. I think they're kind of scared to try it. Yeah. <clears throat> they just... Which, I don't know, they really have... I mean, they've made pretty much ever... Well, what? trying to think here. I lost my train of thought. So, from pretty much Ocarina of Time forward is the only time they made remakes or remasters. Every game, you know, the first three games, basically, they haven't touched. Even while Link's Awakening, they even touched. So, yeah. That was the that's fourth the only... one. That's the only one before Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised, okay. honestly. I thought there was a gap. I'm surprised they haven't remade A Link to the Past, because some people argue to this day that that's the best Zelda ever made. So, I mean, yeah, they came out with the I mean, direct t- sequel with the Link Between Worlds, but in reused maps. Yeah, but still, going from a console to a handheld though is uh not really. I mean, yeah, it's part of the timeline, it's part of the series or whatever direct sequel. But to me, it's just pretty much a slap in the face though because. You went from having a console to having a portable. Yeah. Right, and they technically made Winks Awake, remade Winks Awakening twice. Yeah, DX and then the 2019 version. But yeah, it's time for the first three to get some love. Oh yeah, definitely. But maybe on the Switch too. 
I don't see oh, Zelda sure. two ever getting because they they don't even acknowledge that they even made that game most of the time. I think they're ashamed about. It. Yeah, I mean, shoot, if they was to even update it to where it was a top down, which they could easily do, mm-hmm. and change it around just in that aspect, it would be that much more appeasable to the yeah, audience in general. I'd love to play it. I mean, honestly, I can't. I can't play that game. I've never beat it because I just Zelda to me is not a side scroller. If I'm gonna play a side scroller, it's gonna be like Metroid, 2D Metroid, or Mario or something, not Zelda. Yeah. Which I think that's what they was basing it off on because they was like, okay, Mario was super successful. Which yeah, the first Zelda was successful, but it still wasn't Mario successful. Right. And then Metroid at the time successful, so they was like, okay, everybody, everybody likes side scrollers. And then yeah, but everybody liked the figured f- out real- open world part of Zelda, the first one too. So I mean, yeah, so, I mean, Tiger's second one was open world. It was just an open world platformer. Yeah, I mean, the overworld was top down open world, but once you got into an area, it was a side scroller. Yeah, but they they learned, you know, that's not what the people wanted. So definitely not. Since they haven't even remotely came close to it again. No, I mean, they'll release it on like Nintendo Switch Online or they released it on like the Game and Watch and stuff, but they're not going to, they haven't, you know, remade it or even done anything to enhance it at all. No. All right. Speaking with technical emulators, since all of it is emulated on the Nintendo Switch Online, uh, rumors of Sony making their own PS2 emulator for the PS4 and PS5 consoles. Okay, so it says the Japanese giant did build a PS2 emulator for the PS4, which resulted in the release of a few dozen retro titles like Twisted Metal Black and Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy but it was roundly criticized due to its buggy performance and general lack of features, and Sony eventually stopped releasing new games for it. Popular PlayStation YouTuber Mystic claims to have it on good authority. A new emulator is on the way to PS5 and PS4, although he stopped short of sharing any specific details. Considering how much work Sony has put into its aforementioned PS1 and PSP emulators, which now includes support for multiple regions as well. Various other quality of life features like safe states and rewinds. It does appear the Japanese giant is serious about bringing back content from its archives. And it makes sense for the PS2 to be the platform holder's next target. There are a ton of PS2 games that people love to play to this day. I mean... It's the best-selling console of all time, and it went on forever, and then they stopped selling it way past the PS3's launch, so there's quite a few games made for it, and a lot of them are really good, so of course, it'd be a smart idea to add the PS2 emulator to the PS4, PS5, put it behind your PS Plus paywall, and there you go. I mean, make some more money. Because people are going to pay to play PlayStation 2 games. 
yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it'll be smart on Sonny's part to keep it up and keep it running and then do it behind that paywall because that will get more people to come through and that would be a good rival to the uh, Nintendo Switch Online expansion. Yeah. Still not even close to Game Pass, though. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> Nintendo's not even close. No. No. I'd say it's better than PS Plus, but... Yeah. Yeah, you got Microsoft on that aspect, and you got Nintendo, and you got Sony down there at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, Sony's just worried about taking money. They're not really too worried about giving you good content. Yeah. You gotta go way back to the past just to get you something decent. Yep. I guess until Spider-Man 2 launches next month. But we don't know if it's good or not either. Uh, no, we'll find out. I'm sure Robin will tell us. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get it. I will say, though, I've been playing God of War on Steam on PC. It's good. Sony did a good job on it, which, you know, they usually did. The 2018 God of War, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. It's very good. So is The okay, Last of I Us. Believe... Oh, what is it? The Last of Us Part 1. It's good, too. Yeah. Very good game. Yep. Alright. I believe that is all the time we have for today. Spent most of it on uh, two topics. <laughs> most of it on Mario. Got a little sidetracked with Zelda, but that's all right. Everybody yeah. likes Zelda. Well, will be a podcast of us talking about mentioning Zelda at least once in it. That's right. Best franchise ever made. I, I will agree with that. Uh, remember to follow our Redbubble. Well, buy merch off our Redbubble. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. YouTube, well, subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch. Yep, listen to us live there, or watch us live. Yeah. Wherever you get your podcast, which obviously if you're listening to us on a podcast network, you know where you get us at. Right. Wherever it's available, we're on there. Wherever, what, I mean, any podcasting platform out there, we're on it, so. All right. What do you got anything else over Ashton? Nope, thank you. That's it. All right. Later, guys. Catch you guys next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.